former National Party politician, member for Monero in New South Wales. He was there until 1998. Now, in recent years, we know uh, that he's been well known for his ongoing campaign to keep Brumbies within the Kosciuszko National Park. And uh, he's been uh, very vocal, very, very vocal, and good on him because it's something that's close to his heart. He runs a, uh, a horse riding operation within the National Park, but I think, and I, I certainly agree, that Peter has always got not only the environment uh, in, you know, at heart, that's where his interests lie, but also his his care and and. You know, an understanding of the historical importance and the ongoing importance of Brumbies in the Kosciuszko National Park. Now, the reason we bring it up this morning, because the government yesterday finalised its plans to remove more than 10,000 Brumbies, they call them wild horses, I prefer Brumbies, I think that's more respectful, from Kosciuszko to protect at-risk native wildlife. Now, (laughs) Peter joins me. Good morning, mate. Hey, good morning, Marcus. Ten thousands. I mean, I've heard you, you've been on my program and on other networks saying that there's nowhere near that amount of horses, brumbies, whatever you want to call them, in the Kosciuszko National Park anyway. Marcus, uh, there was a count conducted uh, back in uh, 2018 and uh, 2020. Uh, the, the formula they used to count the horses was flawed and was recognised by National Parks and Wildlife Service and those involved in the scientific panel and also the community advisory panel that the numbers were flawed. So let's start from that point. And yeah. what we have in place now is the consequence of legislation introduced by John Barlow into the House to dissolve what was a, a community dis- dispute ongoing, still going, uh, some ex- on one extreme wanting all of the horses retained in the park and the other extreme wanting them all out. So it, it's been a, a very difficult issue for John Barlow as a local member to deal with and also for the community to deal with, and we want it resolved. And much of this uh, now depends on this plan of management, which has just been released. And the integrity and the honesty of the National Parks and Wildlife Service and those who are involved in both sides of the, of the debate depends on the success of it depends on the honesty on both sides. And to claim that there's still 14,000 horses there is a bad start for the minister, whether the incoming minister or the current minister, to accept that there are 14,000 horses there. There are simply not 14,000 horses there. Well, and, uh, yeah. I mean, mm. you know, we, we're up there five days a week, mate. We, we know that they're not there. And uh, to start on the premise that you've got 14,000 horses and then reduce them to 3,000 by... Uh, 2027, is a false premise to work from. So they're not starting well. Well, Treasurer Mac Keane, obviously, he was uh, he was the Environment Minister at the time uh, when this was all being put together, but he said that after more than 4,000 public submissions, the government has landed on a final sustainable population of 3,000 horses, as you say, by the, uh, the end of the financial year 2027. He said, and I quote, based on consultation with scientific and community representatives, Aboriginal stakeholders and over 4,000 public submissions, we can finally deliver a clear direction for one of the most special environments anywhere in the country. Look, we agree and we accept and we understand we need to protect the environment there, but as you say, if the figures are a little rubbery, I mean, in these public submissions, no doubt they heard from you as well. Well, 
I didn't actually put an individual submission in. I'm a commercial tour operator. Sure. And uh, to maintain the integrity of the process, it was my determination not to make a personal submission. Okay. I did, however, join with, with some others who uh, have varying interests, including rehomers and uh, those involved in the, the history of the cultural significance of the Snowy Mountains, the Man from Snow, and all of those issues. So there was a group of us did join together. We put forward a very significant, very comprehensive and well-researched uh, document as a response to the plan of management. Uh, and, and what we have done now is, is ask that the minister and the, and the government pursue this uh, in, in a way in which it has integrity. And, sure. and as I said, starting from a false premise with numbers is not a good start. Well, they're, going no. to have to, they're going to have to deal with this issue before they deal with anything else. You can't have a target of 3,000 horses by 2027, starting on the premise that there's 14,000 there, when in fact there's probably less than 3,000 there already. Now, um, Monero um, MP, uh, John Marillaro, the former Deputy Premier, apparently backs this plan. He has told News Corp the final plan gives everybody certainty by delivering a way to manage a sustainable population of wild horses in only very select areas of the park. Wild horses will remain in 32% of the park and be removed from 21% of the area. The remaining 47% of the park is already free of Brumbies and will be kept that way. I mean, what, what do you make of those statements? Well, let me just say, firstly, Mark, that the horses don't occupy uh, anywhere near 30% of the, the park already. Sure. It's probably, probably in the vicinity of 20%. But, but can I say also that the process that was engaged was a consequence of the legislation. The two panels came up with a recommendation. The plan of management represents their views. And to a large degree, supporters on uh, supporters of the Brumbies uh, now support that plan of management if it's if it's introduced, and they the government stick to the legislation and and maintain the integrity of the process. And that there's in the recommendations that we made, and I say we the the group of yep. uh, can, can, you know, people that put forward this comprehensive response. What we've said is there needs to be community engagement. This is absolutely essential from here on to maintain the integrity of the process and that, that would include scrutiny of the numbers. And and if they don't engage the community, the conflict in the community will continue. And that has always been our ambition is to try and remove this conflict. It's ongoing, it divides families, it's it's like you know, the abortion debate or the nuclear debate or whatever it is Locally, it divides communities. It divides communities across the state. This is an opportunity for the government to resolve that. Yeah. And if they, if they don't maintain their own integrity and process, it simply won't happen. Right. And, and the, the, the conflict will continue. So the ball's in the court of the Minister of the Environment, the incoming new minister, yep. the current minister, to make sure, make sure that they engage with the community, get the numbers right, get the process right, and keep an eye on the National Parks and Wildlife Service who are not trusted by the community. And that's one of the things that's been exposed, that 4,000 submissions is the people do not trust the National Parks and Wildlife Service to maintain the integrity of process. One final point, uh, and this comes down to, I think, what, you know, the layperson listening to us who, uh, I guess, doesn't have, I mean, of course, they have an interest, but they, they're not a stakeholder. If some Brumbies, just for argument's sake, do need to be removed from the National Park, the idea of having these, these beautiful animals culled detests many, including me. Uh, if some do need to be removed, what is the, the what are the chances that they will be rehomed rather than euthanised? 
Amargus, this again comes back to the integrity of the process and the engagement with the community. There are a large number of people out there already rehoming Brumbies and doing a magnificent job. Yes. And uh, there's, there's two of them here uh, down in the Snowy Mountains who have been doing this quietly for quite some time. And, uh, and I pay tribute to them. And, and there's others like them who mm. have gone to a great deal of personal expense and, and absolutely passionate about uh, saving these horses. And if, if government will capitalise on that and the process okay. allows for them to, to rehome, uh, that, that's a way forward. But right. it comes back to establishing the numbers. They have to establish the numbers and accept that there are not 14,000 horses there. Pete, Except thank you for there. your time. I really appreciate it this morning. You're welcome, uh, Marcus. We will chat again soon, OK? Yeah.